We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's your girl, Octane. I'm going to skip that long-winded introduction into season two, whatever, to get straight to thanking our fucking awesome patrons. So we have our nomad patrons, Genesis, Renmington Cloutier, and Clingster, and our NCPD officer, Cass. You guys are fucking awesome. Now, if you excuse me, I got some shit to set on fire. Octane out! Welcome back to Cyberpunked, your Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. I'm your host and referee, Aaron. And to my left is... Um, Daniel, I play the solo known as Blitz. Oh my god, yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, actually, I play the solo known as Sharpshot. Get out of here with that bullshit. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) I'm Michelle, I'm playing LimeWire, and she's a netrunner. I'm Ariel, and I play your friendly neighborhood psychopath, Octane. <laughs> I kind of feel like that was like a wrestling, <laughs> a wrestling introduction. She'll wrestle. She has no problems oh with gosh. wrestling. <laughs> there may be a wrestling mini game here. Did she already wrestled. She probably with wrestles naked with several of those she takes out. She oh did God. wrestle with Sharpshot in a way. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, moving on. So Toasty and Mono will not be with us this episode. Toasty is down with some, he's down with the sickness. <laughs> ah, but Toasty will be back when he recovers. Till then, let's go over a recap. So last episode, you four were given the task to acquire a vehicle for the purpose of street racing. In the process, somebody chose to go less stealthy. Daniel. Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> It was Daniel. It was Daniel. In the process, you alarmed the guards, setting off a huge fight. In the end, you got the car. However, you're approached by Cupid upon leaving the gates, informing you that you were screwed. So where we pick up, Mono has taken the vehicle off to a designated area to get it equipped and ready for the race leaving you three alone with Cupid in Cupid's hideout. Who pissed in your Cheerios? Probably you. <laughs> Probably. Society. Ooh, we got one of these. All right. Society pissed in your Cheerios. Listen, I'd love to do this banter with you, but let's cut the mustard and get to the bullshit. I've got stuff on you guys. You're going to go down hard if you try to burn your lovely little friend. However, 
I can clear your name if you help me clear mine. <laughs> you got some jokes on you. I like you. You think... Okay. You think I give a shit that they have footage of me killing security guards. You really think I give a shit? It's not so much the footage of you killing security guards that you should worry about as it is stealing a top secret vehicle from Arasaka. Oh, no. Oh, no. Arasaka, who's not supposed to be in Night City. You really think that they're going to go to... NCPD, NCPD, because I was going to say RCPD. You really think they're going to go to NCPD and report an Arasaka stolen vehicle? No, I don't. I think what they're going to do is they're going to send a group of elite assassins after you to get their shit back. Good. Send them. Okay. You see, I know you don't know me, but I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my personality. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> so you all agree with this? Yeah. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, if I'm a mercenary you, for hire. If you want us to help you clear your name, cool. Preferably, yes. Whatever. I don't... Uh, uh, whatever. We can do that maybe for a price, but that's fine. But I don't really care about clearing my name. I want people to know my name. And we work with her, so that probably would say that we don't give a fuck either. I mean, if it helps you sleep at night knowing that you helped us to, I mean, whatever. I don't care, so. Well, number one, you're coming off as a real bitch. Um, I get that a lot, and I'm sorry. I get that a lot. Pretty, I'm actually a pretty chill Number two, person. I'm trying to help you. This isn't blackmail. This is, we're both stuck in a situation that we can help each other out of. I don't want to turn this over, but if I don't get out of my situation, I have no choice but that, to turn it over. Then it's, then it's still blackmail. It's not blackmail. It's the fact that I am stuck between a rock and a hard place and I have to turn it over if I want my own ass saved. Okay, and then turn it over. Go ahead. You think I... I'm not afraid of Cleo whatever her name is I'm not I took a job and I'll get paid and I'll move on I don't care about helping you get your name cleared it's whatever I'll help you I mean you're pretty funny so (sighs) well I don't know where we go from here what we I was kind of riding on the fact that I wouldn't have to pay you because, you know, you just want the info off the streets, but I got no eddies. You can pay us in other ways. Um, yeah, where we go from here, let's fucking kill these guys in this race because I'm ready to go. The race isn't for another couple hours. I mean, we got to wait till night. So we got some time to kill. So in the meantime, I propose... Clearing your name? Scoping a place out. Okay. I'm going to need you, Sharp Shot, this time to be a little stealthier, okay? I loved your initiative, and it was great. For scoping a place out, though, we need stealth. 
Listen, I hear what you're saying. But you don't follow? <laughs> but I'll take it into consideration. Ah, uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. What place are we scoping out? We're scoping out Eugene's place. Eugene? Yeah, he prefers the name Comet, but I like Eugene better because he's kind of a douche. Comet, that sounds fast, and I like it. That's what I was thinking. He had to do with something fast. Kind of. He is the, shall we say, inheritor of Arasaka's little project of cyber psychos. Oh, so we kill him? Most assuredly. Yes. But we also need something from him. What do we need? We need information. A ledger to prove that Cleo has been funding the operations behind the scenes. I'm going to crack my knuckles and say I can get some information. It's going to be more of a She's staring at you, LimeWire. Why? It's going to be more of a stealthy operation to get the ledger. I got you. But we're still going to need to restrain her. (laughs) And I'm cracking my knuckles again. I can't crack them right now. You just got one. That's it. You get one. So, shall we go to my ride? We can take mine. I don't think yours travels well underground. Don't shit on Betsy. And anyway, let's take it underground here. Can I at least drive? So she opens a door and it leads to a set of stairs leading down. As you travel down the stairs, you are in a sewer system with several sets of doors along the walls. However, dead set in the center of this sewer system looks like a train of cars with a odd looking jet ski deal to pilot it. Do you know how to drive one of these things? Yeah. Okay. I do. I am going to roll a... I'm full of shit dice. Yep, I'm full of shit dice. Please roll me and I'm a full of shit dice. It's a 16. That is a 16 for her as well. Stare down. Is that a cool off? Face off. Face face off. off. (laughs) It is cool plus reputation plus 1d10. 13. So you got a 13? Mm -hmm. 19 for her. Of course she beat me. She's cooler. <laughs> I'm still staring her down. Like, she's going to have to say something for me to be like, okay, yeah. So. So you're full of shit. Fuck. Yeah. I just really want to drive this because this looks cool. So you have absolutely zero idea how to pilot a water-based vehicle. Nope. Does anybody here know how to pilot water-based vehicles? I mean, <clears throat> it couldn't be that hard. She's um, yeah, I'm not taking my chances with you. You can let her have a test run. Yeah. My reflex is a nine, so it might be a good roll. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm hopping on and trying her out. It's 26. Yeah, you start it up and you get it going. No issues. 
just gonna hop on if she's Cuba just well, shakes not, her head and just hops into the back. I'm not staying here by myself, so I guess I'll hop on. So you're gonna stick around for us for a little bit? Let me tell you. Let me tell you one little thing. If you're about to tell me that you're crazy and you don't know actually how to drive, I'm gonna tell you this is a one million eddy vehicle and it better not come back with a scratch. Can I talk now? Sure. One little thing about me. <laughs> You're kind of correct about what you said, but <laughs> um, <laughs> don't ever doubt Octane. And I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> she puts her finger up to talk and then gets jerked back. <laughs> I love how you don't even know where the fuck you're going. That's fine because it's Octane. So I'm sure uh, Cupid will tell me where to go. So since you're driving, it's going to be a series of checks to make sure that you can navigate these tunnels. So as you guys are driving straight, you come to three split off tunnels. Before before we get, I just want to say that I found a spot to buckle in. No, oh, no, you didn't. These, though the vehicle itself may be expensive and nice, the trolley trains behind it are not. So there's no way to buckle it. There's no way to buckle it. These things are rusted hunks of junk. Octane, don't kill us. Hold on tight. So you reach three passages. Cupid tells you to take the left. I need you to make me a pilot sea vehicle or water vehicle. It's a 12. Okay, so it's a little jerky, but you managed to off to the left. So after a little bit more navigation, you reach four more tunnels. She tells you stay center. Center left. That is 16. So that one's a little bit better. You're starting to get the hang of it. And you shoot right down. And then you hit a area where there's two tunnels. She tells you to take the right path. Uh, 12. So again, a little shaky. And you navigate down the right path. Stay straight for a little while. And then she tells you to slow it down because you're approaching your pass. I'll slow it down. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to ask, is this yours? Yeah. Damn. Just keep driving. Well, are you going to steal it? Yeah, but I'm being nice and I wasn't going to steal it from you. So there's that. All my eddies go straight into my operations. Congratulations. You better not steal my vehicle. I need this to get around underground. I told you I wasn't going to. That's why I mm. asked. You know, I could see us being friends if you stop trying to take my shit. I wasn't. Oh, my God. Listen to me, woman. I never said I was going to take yours. That's why I asked. If it was. So after a little bit longer of driving, you're starting to slow it down a little bit. She tells you to park it right here. Okay, I'll park. Uh, 15. Oh, yeah. So you stop it pretty well. So Cupid hops out and takes a disc collect device out of one of her pockets and places it on the door in front of her and turns the dial. LimeWire, if you would like, you can go ahead and roll me a 
basic intelligence or you can roll me an electronics. Okay, so 10. Okay, so you get a 10? Huh. You have no idea what this thing is. Hmm. But all of you notice that there is a red flashing light on one of the bars. And as you look further at the device, there are 12 little bars that go on the bottom of this device. The red light starts to blink faster and faster. And Cupid takes out this earpiece and sticks it in her ear. And then the light goes green. And she hands you all an earpiece. I'll put it in my... I'll put it in. My left ear. Yeah, I guess I'll put it in. She says, okay, so now we're kitted out. We have our back door here monitored. These earpieces will give us a live feed if anything going on past this door. Once we go through, we're on our own. If at any point you guys hear any commotion from this door, hit the button on the earpiece twice. It'll alert the rest of the team. A rendezvous point. I'll notify you of when we get in there. Gotcha. Okay. I'll take that into consideration. So she opens the door and takes out her pistol and heads in. I'm going. I'm, I got my heavy pistol ready. I'm going. Guess I'll cock the, sh- the crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to. But... Oh, God. Yeah, I'll shoulder the sniper rifle and I'll prep my crossbow. So you all head in and I need everyone to go ahead and roll me a perception. 17 perception. Nine. Nine. 22. Damn. <clears throat> so, Octane and Limewire, you do get to see Cupid start to have this weird haze around her, and then she just disappears into the backdrop. You can see subtle movements from her or where she was. They're almost like reflective, but otherwise she's gone. Sharp shot. You don't see anything. One minute, Cupid's there. The next minute, gone. Duly noted. I'm going to like say this in my head. I need to get one of those. You know how creepy it would be if I'm driving, racing somebody, and there's nobody in the car? So as you guys are creeping up these sets of stairs, you see the door in front of you open ever so slightly. Everyone roll me another perception. Can I also try and be stealthy? Sure. So I'll do my perception first. Yeah, I want to stealth too, but my perception is a 17 again. 18 perception. 21 stealth. <laughs> 21 stealth. Uh, 21. So everybody made it. As the door cracks open, you see there is a corpse on a table. Completely dissected. Arms are missing. The head is half caved in. And you see that there's all kind of electronic devices hanging around the body. And you do see a blip on a heart monitor. You also see on, as the door opens up a little further, there's a rack of cybernetic parts. 
and there is a medical chart hanging off the edge of this table. Can I use a perception to see if I can see what it says on there? Sure. Me too. That's a 16. 14. I use my sharp shotness to look. Well, that's 13. So 16 has it, Octane. You do see a name. It says Code Hellhound. As the door opens full swing, you see the full name on this medical tab. It says Code Hellhound 1. And now that the door is completely open, you also see that there are four other tables with a similar scene. And each of them have different code names. They're all hellhounds, one through four. Do I see Cupid leaving the, from the door? No, that you now that you've lost complete sight, she's gone. Is there like clearly a cord or something that's like life support for these things? Um, not within eyesight, no. Can I look? You can look around. If you want to go into the room, you can look around the room and see if you can find one. Oh, yet. we're not in it. No, you've just opened the door. I'm going to roll and see if I can see glimpses of Cupid again. Okay. 12? No. Okay. I will go in assuming that Cupid went in. Okay. I'll just follow her. See what happens. I'm stealthing. Okay. That's a 19. 19 for stealth. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. I'm not going to try and say anything. I'm just going to possibly stealth. Uh, That is a 15. Okay. So you all stealth into the room. Where are you all heading? Is there another door? So as you're looking around the room now, other than the four tables, there is a door down the hall where wires are coming. It's not, it's an open doorway. Wires are coming across the ceiling to the equipment and in through that door. I'm going to sneak through the door. Okay. I'm going to probably follow in the rear. I'll follow her. Lime sandwich. (laughs) It took me a second. So as you guys walk in, you see a man standing in this room with syringe in his hand. He takes it and drops it into the neck of somebody laying on another table. The body begins to spaz and he straps it down on the table. First the hands, then the feet. Then he begins to turn around towards the doorway. How far away is how far away is he from me? He's about fifteen feet from you guys. I'm sprinting towards him. I'm going to cover first I'm going to cover his mouth mm-hmm. and then get behind him with my hand still covering his mouth. So. Alright, roll me a grapple. A brawl. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, you got him. I'm just gonna come walking out. So I'm going to give him the chokehold that just puts him to sleep, not kills him. All right. Well, I need you to roll martial arts. That is a sixteen. Okay. So yeah, you pressure point him, and he just 
Mm. Goes limp in your arms. I'm going to look around. Are there cameras? This 15. Uh, I got a 16 because I'm going to look around too. So there are no cameras in this room. I'm searching dude's pockets right now. So when you search his pockets, he has a data pad in one pocket and he has an agent in the other pocket. I'm taking both. I'm shutting them down. Turning them off. Wouldn't you know it? The screen on both of them is broken and they are non-responsive. I'm ditching him. Where are you ditching him? Back into his pockets. (laughs) 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 That's all he has. He doesn't have any syringes or anything. Mm -mm. Okay. I'm going to look around. Is there another place to go? There is. There is a room with the nameplate Dr. Eugene Spencer. Okay. So, also... Is there anything, a cord or anything I can use to tie no. dude up? This is why I asked if you'd put him down yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. down. Yeah, he's I've been around. waiting for this because... Uh, so gonna... you did put him down? Yes. Okay. So I am going to quietly duct tape him, his mouth shut. Okay. And his limbs because I figure if I go slow with the duct tape, it won't make that screech mm-hmm. noise. So I'm going to do that and basically tie his limbs up and tape his mouth shut. Okay. So he's all taped up. Um, Can I go over to where we've seen the name on the door and see if there's a place in there to jack in or there is anybody in there. There is absolutely no jack in point in this building that you can find. Is there, is the door shut? Mm hmm. Is there a space underneath the door that I could peek through? Yes. Okay. Is there a window in the door? No. This is 16 perception. As you peek under the door, you can see a set of feet. Okay, I'm going to try to do this as stealthy as possible. I'm going to turn the doorknob at slow. Try to stealth it so nobody can hear it or whatever. Mm -hmm. 19. Okay, so as you start to turn the door handle... There is a shotgun blast over your head. And it goes right through the door. As you you two are standing, as you look through the hole, you see Cupid is held by the throat in the air, and this other doctor has a shotgun pointed right at the hole. Oh, hell no. I need you all to roll initiative. <laughs> I got a 13. 13. Okay. I'm 14. Ooh. Wow, we just go in order because that's 14, 13, 12. <laughs> we keep doing that. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's not looking good for you guys right now. Uh, so doctor's going to go ahead and go first. So the doc does not see Octane right now, but he does see LimeWire. So he's going to pop a shot at LimeWire. As I yelled, Duck! because talking is a free action. Okay. And that is going to be a hit. So that is 14 points of damage to you as a shotgun shoots you in the chest. So moving on from you and your shotgun blast to the chest, I assume your armor ablated by one. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
So we're going to move on to the next in line, which is LimeWire. So I'm just going to kind of be like, bent over a little bit like, oh, fuck. And then I want to grab my pistol. It's already in my hand, but I'm going to be like, I want to, so I'm kind of bent down like my knees are bent and I'm kind of over, but then I want to kind of look up <laughs> and aim at him and shoot. I don't give a fuck. What is this, a comedy cop show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, it She's is. She's like, oh, motherfucker. Yes, that's what oh, I want. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that's what I want. I don't give a fuck what she said. I'm just shooting because fuck him. That fucking hurt. All right. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> She's channeling Danny Glover. Oh, fuck. Seven. You rolled a seven. This yeah, is just seven. perfect. She's bent over and she's like, ah, uh, shoots the wall next to him. It's the pain, man. Son it's of a the bitch. Pain. All right. So do you want to take your second shot? Yeah. He done shot me. So first shot goes wide. She gets her second shot. Are you ready for this? 23. That is a hit. Yeah. So you hit him. Go ahead and roll me some damage. 11. 11 points of damage. So you shoot him and it kind of tings off his shoulder. So LimeWire's done. That's going to bring us to Octane. Okay. How far away is he from me? He is about, well, he's two foot from the door. So Sweet. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm swinging the door open. Okay. And can I do a quick perception to see if there's anything on him that's organic? Uh, you can go ahead and roll perception roll, but in the meantime, if you're rolling, as you swing the door open, it smacks him in the fucking face. He failed the fuck out of his dex roll. Nice. <laughs> does he drop Cupid then? No. Damn. He does okay. keep a grip on Cupid, but he did get smacked in the face, so he is... Yeah, he's fucked right now. I have a perception of 13 to see if anything's organic. Real quick. I'm um, fast looking. From what you can tell, half his face is organic. I'm gonna hit him in the jaw. Okay. Um, so you're gonna try to knock him out with martial arts? Yes. Okay, go for it. 18. So he does get hit because he only rolled a 17 to dodge. Um, but it does not knock him unconscious, but you can deal damage. Six. Six. Ouch. So yeah, you hit him and he takes the punch. Like an ain't shit. So you still have a hold of Cupid. Mm-hmm. Um, do I get a second attack? Yeah. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to punch him okay. in the jaw again. That is a 19. That is a miss. He sees it coming this time and dodges out of the way. Okay, so I think I'm done now. All right, that's going to bring us to... Sharp Shot. All right, so uh, I'm gonna pull my handy crossbow to aim. I already had it out, and I'm gonna try and shoot him with an armor-piercing arrow. Oh boy! That is a 17. That is a hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. 15 total. Okay, so he feels that one. The bolt gets jammed in his chest, and he kind of flinches a little bit. He felt that one. Uh, and that and is going to... I can move, right? You can, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to move uh, out of the doorway, like where the, you know, if the doorway is a certain way, just so I'm out of sight. Okay. He would have to basically come in the room to, to see me or at the doorway, you know. 
All right. Um, anybody who has electronics on them, let me know now. As Cupid's turn comes around, she grabs his arm and you see a pulse explode out of her gloves. Everyone that is within range, which is all of you, needs to make me DV15 Cybertech check. Oh, I got 13. I got 15. So does that make? Yep. Negative one. (laughs) So your Wolvers will not activate and your Neuralink will not activate. So you cannot jack in anyway at this point for one minute. And you can't use your Wolvers uh, for one minute. Yeah. (laughs) I think only the linear frame might be the only thing that might not be affected. But everything else definitely. Your cyber arm and your bio monitor are deactivated for one minute. All right. So. But. Doc. His arms both go limp to his side and Cupid drops. And he can't move his arms now. Oh, poor baby. Mm. So that brings us back to Doc's turn. Doc is going to <laughs> attempt to kick the shit out of Cupid. <gasps> and the first one is a miss. The second one is a miss. My God, man. Two ones in a row. I don't know how bad you can get. <laughs> so he attempts to kick, and because of his dead weight of his arms, he can't really do a whole lot. His arms just keep getting in the way. So that is the end of his turn. And that brings us to LimeWire. How far away am, from him am I? You are about 10 feet. Do we have movement in this, or do we... Can we mm-hmm. just... Okay. Um... You're within. Is his back turned to me since he's kicking her? His he's like turned to the side to you, you guys now. I could run up and maybe try to hit him in the head with my pistol, knock him out. Could try. Go ahead and roll brawling. Seventeen. That is. God, all these ones. That is a hit. Yeah. He he even helped you. He stumbled and ran into the gun. Woohoo! I'll take it. Eight. Eight points of damage. So you smack him in the side of the head, and he takes it like a champ. And that's going to bring... Unless you want to take another swing at him. Yeah. Go for it. Eighteen. Eighteen. That is a miss. He sees the second blow coming and he dips under it like it ain't shit. And that's going to bring us to Octane. First, I'm going to roll a perception to see if I see any sort of cords or anything I can tie him up with. Mm, you see the power cords over the in the ceiling. All right. So I'm just going to try to keep knocking his ass out. So punch to the jaw again. Okay. That is a 19. Is it hit? Five points of damage. Takes it like a champ. I'm going to try kicking his knee in. Okay, go for it. So that's 19 minus 8 is 11. So Yeah, that's a hit. Wow. One. He's really rolling ones right now. So does he fall down because I'm kicking his knee? You deal me some damage on his leg. Six. Six points of damage. Okay, so his knee caves in. Does he go to the ground? No. 
it doesn't cave all the way in it buckles but stops before back you know breaking okay well that's my two moves so okay <clears throat> well that's gonna bring us to sharp shot so i'm going to pull out my hidden pistol just remember it's hidden on my body mm-hmm. and uh, i'm gonna take a shot at him okay go for it is a 22 to shoot him Oh, that is a hit. Just. He goes to dodge it, and then you just clip him real quick. 11 damage. Okay. You can take another shot. Oh, yeah. I got pistols. Mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah, he zips past that one, no problem. So, that brings us to Cupid. Cupid is going to back up to the other side of the room and try to pop a shot with her bow. And that is a hit for 14 points of damage. She shoots in the other pectoral muscle, so there's a bolt and an arrow sticking out of his chest now. And he felt that one. And that is going to bring us to him again. So, LimeWire, you're the closest. Bye. He's going to attempt to kick the shit out of you. 18 for... No dice. He gets you. 19. Just. So he is going to deal... Deals 8 points of damage to you. Kicks you right in the chest. But he's going to attempt to kick you again. And that is not good for you. Can I dodge that? You can try. Okay. 18 again. <laughs> that does not beat my 35. What the? F- 13 points of damage as he kicks you. So I get, I take three. Take three and your armor goes down once more. Mm-hmm. You can see some of the gears in his arm starting to whirl back up, but then they stop. Like they're attempting to restart. That brings us to LimeWire. And I raise my gun and shoot him, try to shoot him in the chest because he's right in front of me because he just kicked me. So basically after he kicked me, I'll just raise him. Okay. Take a shot. They all like my sound effects. <laughs> 20. That is a hit. Go ahead and roll some damage. 10. Ooh, that really hurt. So his armor ablates by one, and he felt that one. That sunk into his chest. Can I do it again? You can if you want. 16. 16 is a hit. 10. He was caught off guard. 10 points yep. of damage? Yeah. So his armor ablates again. And he takes some more damage. He's looking pretty worn down, but he still looks pretty hardy. So that is going to bring us to Octane. So I have a crazy idea. His arms are clearly cybernetic, right? Oh, very much so. He is not wearing a shirt right now. Like he has a subdermal armor and cybernetic arms fully on display. Like he is hulked out. I'm putting my left arm up. Activating the chainsaw. <laughs> yes. I know this is a called shot, but I'm going straight for his arm. Alright, go for it. 20. That hits. Just. He rolled a 19. So go ahead and roll me some damage for that cybernetic arm. Wow. 11. Okay. So you got 11 points of damage on him. Armor ablates again, and I need you to roll me 2d6. 
six. So his arm is permanently broken. So you've chainsawed a good portion of it through. You haven't cut the arm off, but you've completely disabled it. Can I try to keep going down since I'm already lodged into the arm? I will allow it. I won't make you take the negative eight penalty either because you're already in the arm. Just go ahead and see if you can continue to go through. 17. Yeah. 16 points of damage. Okay, roll me two more d6. Nine. So not only did you manage to chop a good another portion away through the arm, you have completely torn through his muscle. So the muscle and tendons and everything connecting that portion of the arm, you have cut completely through and it is now hanging on by basically just a few pieces of skin grafting. It's it's barely there. It's completely limp. You can see into the muscles and torn tissues and yeah, it's one good whack and it's gone. Yep. So I'm currently stuck in his arm right now. <laughs> So that's going to bring us to Sharp Shot. You know what? I'm just going to shoot him. I'm just going to shoot him. 24. 24 is a hit. Five damage. That's actually enough. His armor ablates again, and he is officially out of armor. (laughs) It's fine. One more shot. And uh, he also suffers a broken leg since he is half health. Or below half health, he suffers a broken leg. I thought so you've you shot it. him in the leg. I'm gonna try and shoot him again. Uh, Twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one is a hit because he's not moving anywhere. Six damage. So that hurts a lot. All right. So with your turnover, it's gonna go Cupid, and she is going to change arrows out and fire one, and that is a hit. And it is going to deal. Yeah, it shoots him square in the chest and he falls down. Combat is over. All right, I'm going to look around for some sort of first aid kit. So as you look around, you do see a first aid kit hanging on the wall. I'm grabbing it and I'm going to administer first aid to... So as you slide over and you open the case, it is completely empty. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Fuck. Hey, Jimbas, it's your referee, Octane. Thanks for jacking in with us. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not the referee. We got a new one this season. Thought I'd fuck with them. It's a lot of fun. You can catch us on our Twitter at cyberpunked1 you can catch us on our discord and you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts new season means new release date catch us every other wednesday and with that i'm out stay chill y'all